0: this podcast is brought to you by bruner communications your best resource for public speaking presentation and storytelling skills visit lizbruner.com and take your skills to the next level what do a reconstructive cosmetic surgeon and an earthquake construction specialist have in common besides being best friends and in their 60s they are on a mission to inspire and help men over the age of 50 with everything from marriage, divorce, to health, exercise, and yes, even sex, with their company, Manopause. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Live Your Best Life with Liz Bruner. I'm Liz, and we are in for quite the ride today with Mike Esrig and Larry Pollack. Hey, guys, welcome to the show.
1: Hi. Thanks. Hi, Liz. Thanks.
0: What is Manopause? What's the mission?
1: This started about 15 years ago when we were 13, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you're
0: aging beautifully, by the way.
1: <laughs> and we hit uh, we hit that age 50, and we realized that not only we, but a lot of our friends were going through weird changes that are medically documented hormonal changes that make them behave in strange ways, it can also create depression and anxiety. And so we just thought, you know, I don't think enough people know about this. Let's try and bring it to them, to men over 50, and let's do it in a funny way to draw them in so that they can learn about what some of the issues are that they're going through. And that's how this whole thing got started.
2: And, And men don't have the wherewithal to really want to share their private parts, right? Their, their private moments. That's a different story.
0: <laughs> we know what you mean, Not private that. moments. Go on.
2: <laughs> they don't want to share. And so we felt that adding a sense of humor to it will draw them, like Larry said, draw them out and they can feel free to talk about it and laugh about it, even though inside they may be crying about it. Mm-hmm. Like I know every time I walk by a mirror, I see Larry and I start crying. So, you know, it's a big deal. We and honest about our feelings, just like women are.
0: So, you have a website, you have a production company, and you also have a weekly podcast called Manopod. And I know the theme that you guys have running through all of this is live life, live young. What does that theme mean to you?
2: You know, I'm living every day that way. I I really feel when I wake up, I wasn't kidding. Looking in a mirror, I mean, you look, that's not me. That's not who I am, (laughs) I'm still 30. I act like it from the clothes I wear to the thoughts I have, it's all 30. All over again. And I'm, it's like groundhog day. I'm living it over and over and over again until I look in the mirror. Now that's where Larry comes in because he can do a little nip. He can do a little tuck. <laughs> he gets those bulges under the eyes. But you know, living life and living young is don't, don't sit on the couch when you're ready to retire. Don't retire. Follow yeah. your passion. Go out there and make it a good day. And that's what we do. And that's what we're trying to promote.
0: Larry, I know there's a ton of information on your website, so tell me what people can find there and who are some of your contributors, because it's not just you guys who are, who are adding great content.
1: We have a lot of writers that are contributing articles and stories to us. We have, for instance, David Meeks, who is a two-time Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist, won his Pulitzer Prizes for the Hurricane Katrina coverage that he did. Mm-hmm. He used to be actually the sports editor for 10 years for USA Today. And so he writes some of our sports articles, but he also is very funny uh, in some of the things that he writes about things that happen during the course of a day. And I don't know if you remember, you may not be old enough. There was a, a guy named Dave Barry that used to write. Oh, yeah, I know who Dave yeah. Barry is. Yeah. I'm
0: old enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he used to write very funny columns about life. And so David Meeks has been doing that. We started a segment called Meeks Week, where he, he contributes there. But we try to find people who are experts in, in certain fields and just have a good sense of what our demographic is going to be interested in. We're not, you know, we're not interested in what Justin Bieber's doing, for instance.
0: But as you say that, what's interesting, I think, is that while, yes, this is the focus for Men Over 50... Menopause is also a great resource for younger men to kind of gain some insight. So what do you think that they're going to learn by following you guys?
2: Well, they're, they're, they're learning this through their own fathers, right? And, and mm, what mm-hmm, they're going mm-hmm. through. And this just reaffirms exactly what, you know, I'm sure that they're, they're seeing with their dad. But the funny thing is, we started out as, you know, over 50, uh, a website for men. However, 40% of our audience is women, and that's really crazy to us.
0: Why do you think that is?
2: Because they want to see what their men are up to. They want to find out, (laughs) you know, am I the only crazy one, or is my husband the only crazy one? What's going on? They're following us, and they're reacting, and it's great. We love it.
0: Larry, you touched on this a little bit ago as to, you know, when you guys started this. And you both seemingly have tremendous career success. You have great families. And yet I know you've admitted along the way that there was some sort of dissatisfaction in your life. So what was missing? What was missing, Larry?
1: Well, you know, I think everybody has an idea of what their life is going to be when they're young it starts at a very young age, like I wanted to be an astronaut, I wanted to be Captain Kirk, I mean, all this kind of stuff, right? And then sort of reality comes in, and some of the doors start closing. And you have to make decisions on where you want to go. When I was at UCLA, I was doing some screenwriting. And I was being Mm -hmm. mentored by a woman who who was a a writer for a television show. And I kind of had to make a decision, do I want to follow that path? Or do I want to become a physician? With a significant coaxing from my dad, I became a physician, but I always kept writing. And so for both mm-hmm. uh, Mike and I, and Mike will tell you he was an actor, we both kind of had this sort of entertainment creative bug. So right. as we were approaching you know, time to start thinking about winding down these careers, the whole menopause.com idea of, well, we're not just gonna pull our pants up to our nipples and sit on the couch, we're gonna go out and do stuff. And so naturally, you know, this kind of worked for us. So the website came a little bit later. The first thing we did actually was write a movie and a TV pilot presentation. And that kind of got us going. And then we realized that we need an outlet uh, for men to be able to go to and read stuff and see stuff that they are interested in.
0: I think that there are a lot of groups that are available for men, even if they don't know about them or if they're too afraid to take advantage of them. So what differentiates your men's group from others that are out there? Mike?
2: It's really funny you should say that because I first started with a men's group when I when I moved to San Diego and I was invited to this group. I went there and I felt weird about it they were very close very tight group of men and they're sharing their feelings and and i was sitting inside watching these guys sitting outside they They said give us a moment we need to get through an issue with one of our our members and he's bawling i mean and i'm going oh my god somebody must have died or they're consoling me whatever it was (laughs) And it turns out that his wife left him for a younger man, believe it or not. And they were consoling him over this. And I said, wow, this is a little weird for me. I'd rather have it a little bit more um, fun and exciting and adventurous, right? Not Not getting into personal issues right away. I got home, called Larry and I said, oh, we need to start a men's group. You should hear what I just heard. And then we started immediately, we started a men's group, but it was based on fun and having adventures, just living our best life, right? And, and something that we didn't do, we, we dedicated a lot of our time, our pastime to our families, our kids, right? Well, they're grown, they're out of the house now. So let's get this thing started, you know, and that's, that's how it started.
0: How do you define the menopause man? <laughs>
1: That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Um, I I thought so. I'm curious. Yeah. I mean,
1: I I, I don't know that you can necessarily pinpoint one thing other than the idea that life is passionate, no matter what it is. Like, for instance, if you wanted to be a forest ranger and you ended up as an accountant, when you retire, go be a forest ranger, right? So the whole idea is to stay passionate about your life until the very end. Whereas, you know, in our parents' generation, when you retired, you got the gold watch and that was kind of it. You sat on the porch and yelled at kids. We don't want to do that. We want, (laughs) within the limits of our age, still do all the stuff that we used to do. Go to concerts and and have a nice car and go on trips and hike and all that kind of, there's no reason to stop that. And that's, that's what we're using to put a shell around what a manopause man should be.
0: You have had a wide range of eclectic guests on your weekly Manopod podcast. You've had profile actors, entrepreneurs, business coaches, authors. What's been the biggest, most surprising thing that you've learned from one of your guests?
2: I think the Mark Farner interview, he's, uh, he was the lead singer and writer for Grand Funk Railroad. You're definitely too young for that, Liz. But that was a I don't group. know,
0: go on. <laughs> that was
2: a big group back in the late sixties, early seventies, and one of Larry's favorite groups. For him to talk about his past and to really open up to us. And he didn't even know us. He just opened up and told us his history of where he came from and where he is today. That was really an eye opener. We were so excited when we were off that podcast. We, we just said, wow. And he actually sang us out to I'm Your Captain mm. and he just did it a cappella. It was, it was amazing what he did. Yeah. That was the beginning. Really. It's one of the first podcasts that we had done. Manapod yeah. podcast. It was video and audio. It was amazing.
0: What do your wives think of this venture that you've launched into? <laughs>
1: I'm curious. We have a a behind-the-scenes trailer that we did for the show when we were recording it. And for many, many years, we were getting a lot of pushback about how stupid it is and you're wasting time and money and why do you need to do this and all that. And then when we told them what we were going to be funding the filming of a television presentation pilot, they were like... Are you kidding me? Until the actors came and we filmed it in our houses. They were like freaking teenage cheerleaders. They just (laughs) were over the moon about how great this was. And, and, oh my God, yeah, well, my husband did this and my husband does that, blah, blah, blah. I mean, all of a sudden they accepted it. So now they see that this is building, that we're getting a following, that it's making a difference. For the most part, other than the time it takes for us to be doing this away from our regular jobs, they're very supportive.
0: Let's talk about your regular jobs because while this may have been designed sort of as a side hustle and something fun to do, you both are still working full time on your day jobs. Larry, or should I call you Dr. Pollock, uh, to be really formal, you've been performing cosmetic and reconstructive surgery in the San Diego area for more than 25 years now. And I know that a portion of your practice is devoted to breast reconstruction, specifically following mastectomy. How does that work fill your soul?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. My practice is about 50-50, reconstructive and cosmetic. I've often been asked, what's your favorite procedure? If I could only choose one to do, it would be breast reconstruction for a number of reasons. One is, uh, for me, it makes me feel more like a doctor. Sometimes with cosmetic surgery, you can get a little lost in the weeds there. The contribution and the recognition and the, the thanks that I get from patients for restoring what they've lost in a really difficult time, I mean, getting diagnosed with any kind of cancer, but breast cancer in particular, is devastating. And then that is coupled with the vision of deformity that they're going to have. And so that to me is, is the most rewarding I do.
0: And for you, Mike, you're also in California. You are the president and CEO of ETC Building and Design and Safe Tea Proof. How did your passion for earthquake preparedness and safety actually begin?
2: My wife and I had two babies at home, and she was a special ed school teacher, and she had to be away from the house. I was selling real estate at the time and had to be away from the house. And we had a nanny taking care of our babies. And I said, Well, This is not good. I went through the 71 Silmar earthquake and I know how devastating that was. I better prepare our house for earthquakes just in case we can't get, if there's a major quake and we can't get a hold of the nanny that we know at least our kids are safe. So I went through and retrofitted the house and discovered, wow, this is such a great feeling that I have knowing that my kids are prepared. Why don't I just start a company in my garage? And that's where it started in in 1993 in my garage. And now we retrofit hospitals all over California and the West Coast. And we also sell fastening systems and we build hospitals. We've taken it 29 years solid where we are today because of just that simple feeling of wanting to make my my family safe.
0: I'm curious from either of you, and Mike, I'll start with you. Do you have any plans to quote unquote retire from your day job and do menopause full-time?
2: Oh, there is an exit strategy here and it's (laughs) slowly starting to unwind. I've told my partners, you know, I've got a few years left. I don't want to retire, retire. I want to go into doing this full-time because this is a passion. Larry's same thing. He's got this passion of continuing this and building this into a really sustainable company that We'll get more contributors and we'll have more events, we'll have special events that people can join us because of COVID. We were planning that, but we had to stop. Now we're gonna have special events all over the United States where men and women can gather and just have a blast together with uh, meeting people their own age and doing fun things like uh, getting together with Grand Funk Railroad or Sammy hager <laughs> and just having some fun.
0: Larry, what's your exit strategy if you're allowed to share that? <laughs>
1: I have a, um, a woman that I interviewed that is going to probably be joining my practice in January. And so over the course of the next year or two, I will be sort of withdrawing a little bit from the practice and ultimately she'll hopefully take it over. And that way I can dedicate more time to menopause.com. You know, the interesting thing is, is not only have we had a blast doing this, but we've met some very interesting people. We, uh, we met a band called Leonid and Friends that we found online. They're a a Russian cover band that does Chicago songs. And we interviewed them during COVID in Russia uh, via Zoom. And they came to the United States, did a tour, and they're huge now. They have a huge following. And we know the father, Leonid, and the son, Roman, who's the manager. We found another group in Australia named Hindley Street Country Club. They're also uh, a cover band. They just got a manager who managed Fleetwood Mac. And they're going to be touring the United States. And of course, we're going to be invited to be backstage and all that. And Paulina Poroskova is a supermodel that we met and is now basically a friend of ours. So we've really met some very fascinating people doing this who kind of understand what our mission is and what we're trying to do.
0: Is that what you enjoy most about doing, in particular, the Manipod podcast? Because I know just doing my show, I get to meet people like you and, and amazing people around the world who are doing incredible things and transforming their lives. And as you say, not retiring, but creating next chapters for themselves. So is that what you enjoy most about the show? I think so. Yeah.
2: I get a lot out of that as well. You know, traveling, it kind of hindered our expansion of Menopause during COVID. But Larry and I went to Uganda just before the COVID started and we had such a good time and we're we're building clinics and homes in Uganda for orphans from AIDS. And we're going back next year in March to do the same thing. And we will be going out on these adventures now that we can. And that is just the best thing that life can offer. It's Mm -hmm. a real inspiration.
0: Indeed. So to each of you, Larry, How are you living your best life right now?
1: Well, I think for me, I'm pursuing a dream with manopause.com in terms of starting a new life, a new business, a new passion. I think I'm doing it with the same zeal that I started with in medicine because I think it's meaningful, it's fun, it's exciting, and I think it can provide a lot of help for people in addition to entertainment. We kind of feel like this was meant to be because. As Mike was saying, we met about, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. But 18 years prior to that, he had worked with my dad because my dad was in the safety compliance business as well. And he had also known of my brother who was in the real estate business. So this was years before we even met. Mm. And his wife and my wife went to the same school in LA. So it's, it just seems like, wow, this was meant to be. <laughs> It's full circle in so many ways.
0: And Mike, what about you? How is this for you satisfying that desire, if you will, to live your best life?
2: Well, that 30-year-old Mike that I wake up with every day, I get to play the 30-year-old Mike because when we're working with menopause, it's exciting. It reminds me of the entertainment business that I was in, you know, in my 20s. I'm excited about it. A lot of people our age start to wind down and they're going to start traveling, which we are going to do. You know, they're going to sit on the couch or they're going to garden or whatever their home passion is. But we get to live the next chapter and not get depressed about what's coming, but get excited about what's coming. And that's what we're trying to tell our followers and people who are at our age getting ready to retire you may retire from your day job, but don't retire. Just go out and follow your passion. Find out what makes you tick and what you may have missed or what excited you when you were a young person and go out and do it again. Don't retire for life. One of our guests, he's an ABC anchor at, in San Francisco. His name is Dan Ashley. And he is a real menopause man. He's been an anchor for, I think, 26 years. His weekend job and his nighttime job, he's created a rock band. It's incredible what he does with it. He's following his passion. So when we interviewed him, we went to his house, we sat there, we looked at all of his guitars signed by the Rolling Stones and Sammy Hager and, and ACDC. And we, we said, you're following your passion and your passion may be the news, but it's also being a rock star. That's a real man of Oz, man. I
0: love it. Folks, if you'd like to learn more about Mike and Larry and their podcast and their website, just go to manopause.com. That's manopause.com. Guys, it's been so much fun to have you on the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day jobs to join me for this and also for giving a voice to men and women as well that we can continue to live our best lives at any age. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you,
1: Liz. Thanks, Liz.
0: And thanks to all of you for listening. Please write a review, share this podcast, and I'm going to steal Mike and Larry's signature line. May you all live life and live young. Until next time, be well.